Hello, hello. Welcome to this stream. My name is Beth Martins. And uh, I don't know if anyone knows I'm going to be here, so we'll see who comes on. I'm looking forward to talking to you guys. There's so much happening, really a lot all the time here. I'm going to get uh, Rockfin on the go as well and share a link for anyone who wants to go on the uncensored platform. So here we go. I'm going to drop this link in. And so anyone out there, how's it going? Say hi in the chat if you like. This is always so much more fun if it's interactive. And there is a Rockfin link. If you'd like to go over there, you're most, most welcome. Super good. Well, what inspired me to come on today and talk to you guys is a, um, first of all, I actually wanted to just welcome the people who've been coming onto my channel since the last couple of weeks and all of the action with the truckers and the interviews that I'm doing. Hey, Tina, nice to see you. Glad people are here. It's always just so much more fun with people. <laughs> I can't even do videos where I'm just talking to a camera. It makes no sense to me. Hello, Kevin Waltham. Lovely to see you. Great to talk to you the other night and hear your adventures in uh, Ottawa. Uh, Mojo Shop, much love to you as well. So good. Glad you're here. And I did speak with uh, Todd McDougall from Winnipeg Alternative Media last night on the ground in Ottawa. If you didn't catch that, it was a really good conversation. Hello, Kiva. Lovely to see you. So glad you could make it on no notice at all. That's kind of how I roll these days. And yeah, lots going on. So what inspired me to create this video today is, uh, first of all, to welcome the the new people who have ro rolled in. I think there's uh, easily 400 people who subscribed in the last week and a half or so. So that's awesome. I'm super to ha happy to have you here. And if you don't know me and aren't familiar with the work that I do, I am a purpose archetype and also business coach. And when the pandemic hit, I had already been waking up for some years, seeing the writing on the wall and the global agenda and the nastiness behind the scenes. And when they pulled the trigger on the pandemic, I decided that was it. It was time to get out there and start speaking in a much more public way. It cost me a whole lot. Uh, you know, the, the casualties were many. It was easily 20 grand in my business, just went out the door for the reason that I was speaking out and also because people were being slammed financially. And uh, it was a time I might have laid down to die because that was certainly a temptation at that point. But I have never laid down to die. If you know my backstory, I've written a whole book about it, Journey. It's a map of archetypes to find lost purpose in the sea of meaninglessness. Is it backwards, by the way, or does uh, the camera, I think the camera flips for you, which is really good. And uh, so I just don't, oh, Bear Lando's here. Awesome. I just emailed you today. Great stream, by the way. I thoroughly enjoy that. I'd never heard of your guest and I can't say his name. Maybe you want to put it in the chat and share a link there if, if YouTube will let you. So good. And uh, maybe I'll be having Bear Lando on soon again as well. Super excited for that. We got spring coming up and we've got some life to prepare for. So that was that was a, a really good bit of um, synchronicity that happened this morning. And so I'm here in support of people who want to have breakthroughs, who want to be brave, who want to speak out. I know there's a whole lot more people speaking out than ever were before. And that's exciting. People are oh, Robert Stanley. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, he has an amazing vibe and really good knowledge. Definitely recommend going over to Alpha Vedic to catch that stream. Here, I'll put his name up as well. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, I can't just sit back and, and watch people suffer. That's, that's my nature. It's part of that nurturer archetype that I write about in my book. 
So when you see people suffer, if you don't just numb out and check out and run away from the pain of that, then chances are it's going to make you do something for them. And this is what inspired the stream today. So that, um, you know, many people in the, in the field of law have been working and studying and taking action, doing really brave things. And what I've noticed is every single time somebody comes to me with a family law issue, I have very little direction to offer them myself in my own situation in what could have been very high conflict and ugly fallout of some kind has gone back to peace. And this I credit to the inner work that I do. Because on the outset, it looked like an impossible situation. How many of you are in this exact situation right now, where you got one parent who believes in the boogeyman and agrees with health protocols and orders, and the other who has done some research, looked inside themselves, maybe become more self-responsible with respect to their health and the health of their son or daughter? And what happens is that couple goes into war, right? They battle with each other. And it's very productiveless. It's very purposeless, unfortunately. And yet, as a parent, I know how that feels, that you can't just go into apathy or, or oh, like, you know, God, whatever you want to do with this, which is not a, a true surrender or a true prayer to God. But, you know, that fight comes up in you. The mama bear comes up in you. And it's so powerful and it's unstoppable. But if you do it out of a place of really, you know, everything that's not love, out of out of anger, out of hate, out of fear for, for what's going to happen to your child, then you are drawing into you everything you don't want. It becomes a magnet for you. And it's a magnet that's being reflected from the unconscious, all of the hidden places, things you don't see about yourself or want to see about yourself or don't want to deal with in the world. Who wants to deal with this stuff right now? Right. This is not, I mean, I love streaming. I love talking to you guys. I'd probably be doing this anyway. But uh, the hard work of, of having these, these people come to me with broken families and uh, lawyers and courts and, and uh, massive, expensive uh, lawsuits or whatever it is that they're going through, defending themselves against lawyers whose really, whose um, interest lies in getting paid for the most part right? So they want conflict more than they want resolution. They don't like peace. They don't like people who get along because that doesn't fill their coffers. Now, I'm not saying every single lawyer out there is like this, and I'm not slamming the, the living man or woman because they all have the potential to redeem and, and rise and come to the truth. But that's for the most part what happens, right? A, a, you know, good friend of mine, absolutely amicable in a, in a relationship, um, you know, they're broken up, but but very easily sharing the child and cooperating as parents. This is where I've been at. And then next thing you know, the, the mom gets scared and hires a lawyer. And what does the lawyer do is, is say, oh, there's so much conflict in this situation. Here's what you're ordered to do. And there was no conflict in that situation until they came along or until those fears came along and got the better of that that woman, it is, you know, could be man, woman, it doesn't matter who it is. But when fear grips you, it is like pulling a blind down over the window and you cannot see through it. It's totally opaque. You get lost in it and it gives you instructions. It tells you what to do. 
And because the instructions are at the level of your basic life, the, the core pain and, and uh, fear and desire that we don't want to feel because it's so excruciating, it is pushing up from the unconscious, giving you instructions, telling you what to do, bullying you, right? They bully us from the outside and then we bully ourselves from the inside. It's all fear-based. It's going to make you do things that are not in integrity with you or are some kind of uh, panic trigger reaction. You might get yourself deeper into trouble. In fact, often that's the case. You get deeper into trouble, trouble when you let that fear lead and decide what you do and what you say. And so uh, I have been taking many, many messages from people saying, you know, can you help me with my job? Can you help me with this, you know, mask mandate? Can you help me with all of these things? But especially the family stuff. And this is where I always go, like, I got nothing. I don't know what to tell you. I didn't know what to do in my, my case, except all of the inner work. And I just want you to say, or I want you to know that that is extremely successful. Still wasn't enough for me. I've invited people into the Primal Power God's Law course that has been like, wow, the last time I looked, there's 223 people signed up for this course. It's been going amazing. We had uh, two live classes under our belt, three live classes to come. People are still signing up and you guys are most welcome. I'll share a link to that later. But in the meantime, I decided to get brave and ask Cal Washington, who is the creator of the InPower movement, to come and do a family law workshop. Why? Because he is a veteran of family law. He's been through the ringers in a major way, had all of the worst things happen to him, you know, threatening and jail time and getting pepper sprayed. And I believe it was his brother who was uh, beat nearly to death when they thought it was him trying desperately to work through court systems and learn the tricks and the game of the whole thing. Finally, he did have a breakthrough when he realized it was all commerce. And commerce is a thing that gives us a lot of clues about how the contracts are laid out and where the fraud is and how to navigate. So I'm not going to pretend there are any easy answers in family because you're dealing with, with uh, two living people plus your creations, right? Those tender souls who need a lot of protection and who are being eaten by the public system, especially when it comes to the courts, right? So the number one advice you're going to hear in this workshop, I'll just uh, do a little spoiler alert here, is like, don't go to court. Don't involve the public in your private life. And if you've already done that, and maybe it wasn't your choice, it happened to you and you're on the defense, and that's very common, then there are ways to navigate, not only in practical matters, but also very much in the spiritual matters. And this is something that Cal Washington has a huge handle on. So we got together last week and talked it through, and I put together a page for people so that they can... Uh, have a look at that. The workshop, it's a couple of hours plus a Q&A. It's totally by donation. So there's a suggested donation. If you can offer more, great. If you can't offer anything at all, because this is just sucking the life and the finances right out of you, then there's a free option as well. All of the proceeds go to Cal for this. So I'm, I just volunteered to do it to help with the situation that gives me a lot of pain. Honestly, it is it is absolutely heartbreaking. So any of you out there being slammed, not that you need to reveal your, your private details, but uh, yeah, it's just, I'm, I'm really tired of, of hearing these stories. And when we get together, there's something that happens, two or more, two or three witnesses are gathered and there is uh, the power behind you available that wasn't available in that way. That's 
one of the reasons I create community, I create this stream, I create courses for people coming to come and um, do some work on themselves. Having amazing responses, by the way, I got the most beautiful letter. I'm just asking permission to share that. 9-11, open your eyes, Connie. Yeah, yeah, good for you. I was I was pretty slow to that. I actually was in New York on on uh, ground, uh, what it, ground zero? Ground zero. I was going to say ground 11, <laughs> not ground zero. But uh, yeah, Emilios is here. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. Hello, Diesel, uh, we for the people. And that might be trucker related. Never had to go through it. Lucky, but um, the 40 federal law says I must be a contract. There is no law saying you have to pay child support. Yes, yes, that's true. That's true. I actually got taken to court to have the child support orders undone and it worked. So there obviously is no law that they have to pay child support. And I just want to make sure you guys know my uh, my kid's father is not a deadbeat by any stretch of the imagination. He just didn't want the legal system telling him what to do. And I totally actually get that. So Yep. Government always starts conflict. Exactly. That's what they know how to do. In fact, maybe the only thing they know how to do, divide and conquer. It's pretty boring by this stage of the game. And it's at every level of our lives, including our families. So it's pretty hard to stay out of the, the mouth of the, the snake that is the public system. Uh, and uh, I'm pretty, pretty excited studying recently the public and the private and and what is that and how it shows up in the bible Jacqueline Milne I would have invited her on the stream but she's uh, I think just landing from a trip night right now but uh, seeing how you know it's the predator and the prey in the bible and how the land and the ecosystem thrives on having a balance between the predator and the prey. This is one of the things that we're teaching in Primal Power God's Law. Jacqueline is teaching the course with me, how to navigate with that you know, inner predator, that, that uh, part of yourself that is animalistic, that is only out for self-preservation, how to begin to bring that into balance with the side of yourself that is more aligned with the private right the private is is where you're just a living man a living woman or a child under god and you have no attachment no no law other than god's law applies to you and that is the reality of it right but we're in a situation in the world right now where the world is so out of balance with predators and we ourselves have become predators because that's what happens when the the balance is, is out of sync we start actually to to move against ourselves. There's so much autoimmune disease, for example, where people's uh, bodies are attacking your own self. Right? That's that's where we've come to in a place of operating from the unconscious rather than making conscious choices about this. And so, how to bring the children back into the private where they can be protected, as the the story of the Wall of Jericho, right? The um, the prostitute Rahab. Bringing, bringing people into the wall, into the private, into the household that is symbolic of the private. And so, you know, we're not trying to kill the public. We don't want to kill the public. This is really important because that would kill our infrastructure. You know, it might kill electricity. It might kill food and transportation and all of the things that keep us in a place of civilization. It has a place. It just needs to be in check. Something that, uh, if you haven't been over, by the way, to Jacqueline Milne's YouTube channel, I've been uh, binging on her videos. 
And uh, don't be fooled by the small number of subscribers. I would love if you hit the button, went over to subscribe to Jacqueline, Jacqueline Milne's channel. I'm going to call her Jackie because that's what her channel is called. And uh, there is absolutely gold at this channel. So I've been spending a lot of time at night watching these one after the other. It's it's absolute gold. She's got some great results using the duty to accommodate and the International Covenant of Civil and Political Affairs, helping someone get their job not erased uh, in Canada post of all places, right? A, a highly public institution that has been very predacious in in life you know I, I fight with them just to go and get a package it's although I found one post office where there's some good people luckily I don't have to fight with uh, Canada Post as much anymore and uh, yeah so that's a, that's a really good thing if you have a chance to go and check out Jackie's channel please do and and uh, sub give her some encouragement comment on her videos like them there's, there's just so much. I was going to go right to the very end and watch every single one of them, but I'm like a uh, popcorn just jumping around to what attracts me as usual. Hello, Shannon Legro. Nice to see you. And uh, yeah, the, the marriage license, if I had any advice to people who are getting married, yes, please, you know, uh, you, be a union for the, the sake of family and being strong and powerful. When men and women come together, it is an electromagnetic force. Right, I study this, and I and I teach about this. The masculine and feminine archetypes are highly polarized and said to be kind of opposite to each other. All that means is that there's a super lot of energy between them. That means that when they come together, their energy creates creates an opportunity to actually. Uh, birth something new, right? It's not just true at the physiological level that a man and woman procreate and create a child. It's the energy of the masculine and the feminine that come together and, and they're never separate, but they have been separated with the divide and conquer. So the men and the women have come into great conflict with each other for no good reason at all, when really they are two sides of the exact same coin working together on the same project in different ways that are highly complementary to each other. And uh, so this is something that we talked about in the very first Primal Power course. It is up now as a recording. And uh, the child was the next one. That was a that was a wow for me. Every time I offer this work, I myself am highly confronted by the the material. You know, if I have any sense that I am uh, so great and so high, I've done all of this work for twenty years to save my life, no less. That I'm somehow above everyone that's in the trenches doing this work. Absolutely not. Right, I'm I'm uh, right there with you in the trenches, and it pushes me and motivates me when I put work out for others. It pushes and motivates me to do my own inner work, and that's how we are stronger together. So, uh, missing a few comments, but yeah, absolutely. If anybody was getting married, that would be me. My advice: do not get a license. Licenses are all in the public. That's where then the government will have jurisdiction over your relationship. They will be able to tell you what you can do and what you can't do and how if it, an eventuality of separation were to come, how you have to do that in legal terms. I don't care if there's some paths out there that seem better, like collaborative law. I'm sure, I'm sure they are better and, and people have good intentions. But once you've made your intimate private relationship public property like that, then you lose a lot of control over your life and over your relationship. 
and a lot of conflict can arise just because of that. Hello, Singeman. Nice to see you. Hail. <laughs> that word's just going around from Ben Balderson. And uh, Emilios, you got married with no license, went to Greece, found a priest who married you without the government. Uh, unfortunately, now separated. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that, but even better, right? Like that, that separation must have been so much less messy than it was if you had taken it into the legal system. So, yep, it's a, a really sad, really sad situation, but we can turn this around. We have a chance to go back into the private. It's not a given, if, but if we do the work, then we can do it in such a way that that, that uh, predator-prey balance can be in check and we can pull civilization forward with us. This was always my dream. I'm innocent. I'm like a little kid having that dream. How could it work? And if you tap in with Jacqueline Milne, she's got a lot of knowledge on exactly how that can work and uh, right down to private member associations that's becoming very popular right now. I'm wondering, and this is something that just occurred to me the other night, maybe some of you have heard it, but you know, to what extent could we take family law into the private via private membership associations? And, and what happens when you do that is you actually create competition for the court system, right? They have no competition. That's our problem with the predators. Same with food right? In, in the, the field that Jackie works in, regenerative agriculture, that whole grassroots movement was co-opted and taken in a direction that, uh, you know, made it impossible to get into like organics, that you have to have a lot of money and you have to be able to certify and jump through all of these crazy public hoops. Well, what if it was all in the private and based on private agreements, the public cannot come and regulate that, right? A private contract between a living man and a living woman. No one can interfere with that and they know it. So these are just some ideas going around and we're going to talk to uh, Cal Washington in detail about it. I will share a link, by the way, here is a link to the workshop. If you would like to sign up, I want to make sure to tell you this is your chance. And you guys, I would so love help sharing this out because um, my time is super slammed right now. I'm not crying or making you feel sorry for me. But if you could do me a favor and share this link out, I would absolutely love and appreciate that. So here we go. And let's see if this worked. Something like that. Uh, I'll just call it family workshop, family in the private. Cal Washington. Here we go. So I put that in the chat. If you don't mind clicking on it and copying, pasting or whatever, and sharing it into your social media, friends, family that are going through this stuff that might be suffering, you don't know where to send them. As I mentioned, it's by donations. So it's not going to be a hardship to participate if you can't afford it. Hello, Malcolm. Nice to see you from Australia. So good. Seeing a couple of ugly divorces close up. I know. I know it's devastating and it's so unnecessary. If that couple was allowed to operate in fully in the private, and, and I, I mean, I, you know, one of my claims to fame is I never got married, <laughs> right? I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not against it by any means, but uh, now I'm just really glad I didn't do anything legal 
And when when the uh, son of my the father of my son and I split up, it was it was very hard and it was difficult. But we had absolutely nothing standing in between us. No paperwork. No, you know, a lawyer did not have to get involved. And it was up to us in the private to work out our conflicts. It was headed for legal situations, right? I have a girlfriend who, since her child was two years old and the the husband revealed his, uh, I won't say like totally true nature, but, you know, became an abuser in a lot of really ugly ways and they split up. Well, he spent the next decade or, and, and still to this day, abusing her through the courts. Every single one of his lawyers has fired him. Last I heard, it's been a few years now since I've caught up with her, but uh, they all fired him and uh, because they couldn't stand him because he was such a slime ball. But guess what? There was always some new bottom feeder to hire to take the family to court, to, to take the woman to court. And, uh, you know, it got such high conflict, they couldn't even see each other. There's court orders that they have distance between them. They need an agency to drop off their child who should not be with the dad. But the court says that, oh, well, if the, the child was never abused by the father directly, the, the father only abused the mother, then that child is safe with the father. Well, that's not really true. And anyway, that's their, their details behind the scenes. But I saw her spend, you know, uh, at least $200,000 defending. And luckily, she had she had family that could help her to do that. But the child wasn't even eighteen. There was still five years to go. In in the, at that uh, scale, she'd be into it for half a million dollars. And so I watched this. Here's the moral of the story. I watched this happen, and it gave me great pain. And I had no idea how to help her. But what it did is it taught me that that won't be me. Right, that's one of the ways that that sharing your your troubles and your trials and tribulations can help others because they'll see, like, yeah, I can't go there, I won't go there. I will do whatever it takes not to go there to that ugly place, and I did. What what did it add up for me was clear communication, dealing with all of the fear inside myself, all of the hatred, all of the things that I thought were wrong, and there were wrong things, right? That it, it, you don't break up with somebody because everything's going so right. But I knew that if I just stayed on the attack and kept trying to put this man on the defense, all it was doing, it was creating hell for my son, hell for me. And it was making this person lash out at me even bigger, right? What happens when you attack somebody is they attack you back, right? It gives them license to kill you on the, on the emotional, spiritual level. And, you know, physically we weren't, we weren't down that road. It never got, it not, never got that intense by any stretch of the imagination. So I did all of the work inside myself and things turned around. This person who was my enemy turned into my friend almost like a miracle, but it's not uh, magic. It's it's literally a result of the inner work because when you take out inside of yourself anything that's not love and you're very genuine, doesn't mean you have to see them, doesn't mean you have to you know give them presence, it doesn't mean you have to do anything, but if you have love in your heart for them, no matter what, unconditionally, despite all of the realities that are there, 
then things can shift and change before you. So this is one of the messages I'm very passionate about getting out to families out there. I am living proof. You know, then then the, the pandemic came along and we were all good then. Everything was working so beautifully and easily and it flowed. We were helping each other. We were, you know, if, if, if um, my son's dad got in some big pickle, I would help him out. If I got in a pickle, he would help me out. You know, he would go on a trip and give me the keys to his car. Could you look after my cats? Of course. And he would look after my cats every time we went away, which we can't do anymore. Then the pandemic hit, blew it all to hell, right? Because it has a totally different worldview, totally different view of health, all of that kind of thing. And uh, here we were back in high conflict and I was afraid and I was searching in, in the law world, how can I, you know, notice the crap out of him or put him on, on the defense or threaten him or s something that, you know, it wasn't good. And, and I, and I talked to a few people and I learned like, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't go over well, right. It's not a, it's not a, um, what do you call it? Uh, uh, uh path of any productivity, certainly no integrity. It's going to suck the life right out of you. It will drain you. It'll drain your bank account. It'll drain your, your heart. You'll have to evacuate because you have no, no, uh, no, um, energy whatsoever. But, you know, I thought this was over the top. I thought it was finished. I even said, oh, you know what, maybe I can't help my own son when it comes to protecting him from the poison jabs. I, I I surrendered. I let it go. It might I might not be able to help my own kid. That that discharged a great deal of fear. I went through my worst fear, and what's always on the other side of your worst fear is your hero's journey and your desire to help others. That, by the way, is the child archetype. You come up and out of denial. You face betrayal. You face any uh, feeling of being abandonment uh, abandoned, and your fear of not surviving. And then on the other side, you want to help others. So that's what I uh, did. And uh, in addition with all of the inner work, things went back to friendly and kind and helpful, right? It all, it all went back to this beautiful place. And I actually don't feel any threat whatsoever. And I've been working very hard to maintain a close relationship with my son and be in that place where... Uh, you know, he trusts me and he loves me. And uh, Stuart, am I coming to the convoy? Are, whereabouts are you? Are you in Ottawa or where in, are you? Are you here in Manitoba? I know I hear that. I hear the horns from my place here. I actually hear the horns because I'm not very far from it. I uh, have not been down. My hands have been so full. My head's been down with running the primal power course and putting this workshop on with Cal and everything like that. And uh, Stuart, yep, just business. Exactly. I did a stream a while back about that exact thing. And uh, Sinchman, your vaxxed family is kicking you out because you're feeling you had to leave anyway. I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah. My heart, my heart goes out to you. Come and uh, if you're, if you're looking for fellowship, come and join either primal power. It's not too late to jump in or the uh, family law workshop might very well be helpful for you, although that's not quite on topic for that. It would be for Primal Power. And thank you, Emilios, for subbing to, to Jackie. She's awesome. You're going to love her. And uh, it, it, she's very unassuming, which is great. That makes her a secret weapon, right? She's not highly polished and and having like perfectly professional videos and all of that kind of stuff. But if you listen to her very closely, you will see that she is right on the money. 
I feel extremely lucky to be knowing her, to be connecting with her and teaching with her in Primal Power as well. And uh, hello, Nemo 2895V. No, 289V. Been there too. However, in most cases, the license thing is not understood by both parties. Exactly. If you understood it, you would you wouldn't get one of those things, right? Don't you think? So I know I missed some other family court is all about the money. Yeah, it's that's what uh, Cal says. It's a money making industry. It's a business, serious business, and we don't want to fill their coffers anymore. They don't need our money. They have all the money they need already. <laughs> yep, and. Um, yeah, avoid avoid divorce at all costs. Great, great advice. Exactly. Work it out. Work it out. I know it sounds really simplistic, but having been there myself and in some really dark places where I felt like I couldn't get through or, or you know, no matter what I did, I couldn't win. That's a program, by the way. That's a program. It's an implant. It's like pulling the blinders down and you don't see anything except that you can't win. And maybe you turn into the perpetrator side of that, the predator side of that, and then you make sure other people can't win. And it becomes a lose-lose situation, kind of the warrior archetype gets into this. And uh, they, they're convinced that, convinced that winning is the goal when it's really not the goal. Winning is not the goal. It, it's, it's nice to win. You don't, you don't dislike winning. It's a lot higher energy than feeling like it's a lose-lose. But there is an, another place called freedom, actual freedom, right? What our truckers are out there fighting for. And uh, it's, it's not just the truckers, not to take anything away from the immense sacrifice that they are making right now. But we all have to do this on the ground too, right? Just don't follow restrictions. Don't comply with things that make no sense. See how what integrity you can have in yourself. Where are you allowing yourself to be victimized that you don't have to be victimized? I was just watching a great video a friend of mine sent me about uh, someone blowing through the border and, uh, you know, not testing and not vexing and not uh, masking and not following any restrictions. She wasn't even being all that polite. She just kept saying, I don't have to. And they kept going, okay. And they, you know, they shuffled her around at the border and she had to go here and go there. And she just finally, you know, why aren't you wearing a mask? Because I don't have to. Why don't you have a, 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 a vex? Because I don't have to. Uh, and, and she goes, and I know I'm free to go. And, and the woman's like, yep, you're right. And, and, she, and then she just drove away. Right. So these things are real. They happen. You can get through situations in, and just even trying things to challenge the authority. Under whose authority are you giving me medical advice? Are you my doctor? Did I hire you for medical advice? No. Okay. I'll be on my way. Thank you very much. Yes. Anyway, that's the ranch part of this. Not sure about Canada, but states right in the court rules, administrative court. Uh, like process, not actual court. Administrative law is, yeah. Sorry, I'm not totally getting what you're saying, but yeah, yep. We're learning about that not right now, not uh, fast enough myself. And uh, the courts are scared of people waking up dear that conflict. That might be a typo, but yeah, yeah, they don't want us to wake up. That's totally true. They don't want to make uh, judgments in front of people. That's why there's all the settling out of court. So people technically win in a personal way, but it never actually becomes any um, influence to the legal system, which it would otherwise. They don't want that to happen. And um, yeah, hit that thumbs button. Thank you. I appreciate that. Hello, Rex George. Nice to see you. Mike New, I'm missing hello to you. I'm going backwards on the chat here. 
And I think I'm all caught up. So, yep, really good. And uh, let's see. Hello, Lunar Node. Nice to see you. I like your name. That's awesome. The BBC just did a documentary about how HIV is used in the vaccines to bind some compounds together. So now you wonder why Justin Castro wants people to take it. Yep. And uh, I also got a letter from somebody saying that it's, uh, you know, there's patented material in there and they end up owning you. But I believe that would be true kind of forever. Like if you've eaten any food from the public that's not by private farmer who's not using any chemicals, chances are they, they've got all that stuff in us. And I do, I do think there's a lot of fear porn that takes place at that level too, because it's, that's the satanic claim that they can uh, own you, but really you're a child of God. You, you, it, I don't care what they put in your body or, you know, take it out of your body or whatever. I, I, just, I don't buy it. I could be completely wrong, so don't take my exact word for it, but I think that's a whole lot of fear porn. I, I, anyway, could be wrong. And um, so, yeah, there's so much more to this that um, old rich men could use young women for kids and do it over and over again has mostly to do with reproduction, not money. Interesting, Stuart. Interesting. Wow. If you can point me in any directions for some information on that. Yeah, that reminds me of Is It the Handmaid's Tale by who was the author? I can't remember offhand. Maybe you guys can, um, I should know, Canadian author, just not top of mind. And uh, yeah, I believe The Handmaid's Tale was exactly that, using them for for reproduction. Scary, like farming, right? Farming children, yeah. And uh, hello, Jenny B, nice to see you. Uh, check out Susie Bossy on YouTube, challenging private judges in California. Okay, very good. Great tip. Thank you, Diesel, for We the People News. Uh, are you streaming about the Chuckers Convoy, by the way? Just checking out your name there. Hello, Candace C. Nice to see you. Virginia Dare is here. Rockfin keeps your Android looping back, so you're beginning over now. So you won't hear that for a while. <laughs> I know that happens to me. And uh, yeah, so no, I considered going to Ottawa, but there's just so many things happening right here on the ground, including my son. So I'm supporting from a distance. And if you didn't catch it, I did have Todd McDougall on my podcast yesterday talking from Ottawa Parliament Hill, where, where they are at. He might not have a hotel room in a week's time, he said, so he might not be able to stay right in town anymore. But uh, he says it's totally peaceful. You know, that uh, we're getting so much fear porn. They want us to be all up in arms. You know, there probably have been little incidents here and there, but they're blowing them up. They want us to be all scared and terrified. There's the video going around of the old man who was assaulted. I believe that is real and true, and it should never have happened. But if you fixate on that stuff and let yourself be hypnotized by it, then it's a disservice, of course, to you because you're programming yourself with fear. And then if you go, if you're programmed with fear, you're going to want to share that fear all around because it's lonely to be afraid by yourself. So you go and uh, infect others with your fear. I'm not trying to make you feel bad or anything, but I've done it, of course, you know, it's, uh, it happens and, and it's a fine line because sometimes people really do truly need to see something that is uh, a crime that's being committed, something that shouldn't be happening. We need to know. But, you know, at what point do you, you uh, just infect people with fear? That's something that to keep in mind. Absolutely. And uh, hello, Lynn Michelle on, uh, and Candace is over on Rockfin as well. Lovely to have you over there. So great. So do you guys want to talk about anything? I have a little bit more time I can stay on. 
And uh, yeah, that's very interesting how, how God engineered men to be able to reproduce much later than women. Interesting. I wonder, wonder what that is. Uh, what's the story in the Bible of, um, and even barren women, this is, this is a symbol that, that even was it Sarah who had a child long past her childbearing years. And I know Jackie was talking about this and there's something symbolic about that. Uh, but yes, yeah, it's, it's fascinating how God created that. She thinks that we're, we're meant to live much longer. It's Satanists that want the eternal life in the flesh, but our our flesh, no doubt, was meant to go much longer, right? The the uh, people of the Bible lived on and on. Cal Washington, it is is a badass, absolutely, hundred percent. I really love that guy. You know, he's he's got a lot of knowledge. He's a huge champion for the people. If you're not familiar with him, in power movement is what he's up to, creating notices. He actually did intimate that he might um, be creating a notice for child grabbers. So this would be very good. I, I hope I'm not talking out of turn. He did tell me, and uh, maybe we'll learn about it in the workshop as well. Hello, Thomas Faye. Nice to see you. You love my friend. Uh, used her God-given power to navigate through the border check. Yep. Yep. Not my friend, just a, just a video. It was a friend that shared that with me. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we can do these things. I've surprised myself personally. Gives me a lot of pain. By the way, I'm speaking at Anarchapoco virtually. I had to submit a talk because I'm not willing to blow the borders. There's two of them. And there's about, uh, I don't know, 6,000 kilometers or more between me and Acapulco. Darn it. The hardship uh, is a little bit beyond me right now. I got my plate very full. So I'm not going to go in person. I would love to go in person. If it was just a plane ride, I would be there in five minutes. But um, that's, uh, yeah, I'm... I'm I could try, but I'm not going to fight my way through it and then risk not actually going for having spent all of that time and energy. I know it sounds lame, but that's the fact. But if you would like to be part of an Archipulco, I highly recommend. There's a ton of great speakers. I just heard that Verlando is going to be speaking. He's not on their bill. I don't know why they don't. They're not fully advertising everyone. Most of the speakers are going to be there in person. And uh, a handful of us are going to be speaking virtually as well. I think there's Cal Washington. No, not Cal Washington. Um as I mentioned, Bear Lando and Max Egan, and I can't even think offhand, but you just go to their website, Anarchapoco. The theme is unstoppable. So my talk is about divine order and chaos and you know what it takes to get to that place of feeling like you're in enough integrity in yourself that you can take lawful action that doesn't come from fear, doesn't come from hate, doesn't come from anger, truly comes from love. It is an invitation for people to come to God or to come into them, uh, a place of integrity and honesty in themselves. That's what we want. We don't want to just crush and kill the predator. We would go out of balance that way, right? In nature, if you take out all the predators, this has been seen many, many times in nature, then what happens is that the herbivores become predators on the land. Right? God designed this world with prey and predators, and, and they can be in a perfect balance. So it's just the balance that is the problem. Yeah, so what do we do for work so we can stay at home for our kids? Yeah, great question. And this is something that I definitely help people to do to uh, transition out of a job that is compromising their values and their integrity and to create a business that maybe, yes, you could do from home. I've, I've operated my business out of my home for many, many, many years. 
And uh, I help people all over the world. Oh, look, somebody just signed up for Cal's workshop, I believe. That's awesome. So good. Glad to uh, glad to host you, if that's what it was for. Nope, that was for Primal Power. Excellent. Yeah, so good. Welcome to Primal Power. So much going on. And uh, yeah, so we can... We can uh, navigate our business in the private too. All of the, you know, my my business has basically been a private membership association without doing the legal paperwork of it, but it's all agreements between me and the individuals that come in my world that want to uh, take part of what it is that I'm offering. It's so simple. There's nothing, nothing right or wrong there. So the government can't tell me to, uh, you know, mask myself or jab myself. Literally, no one has told me what to do. If I don't go into a public accommodation, nobody's coming after me in the private. It's a sign. And I don't even have the legal paperwork. And that paperwork doesn't do anything if you can't speak to it. We should all be in the private with our work. This to me is a sign of sacred purpose. We all have something to offer. And you might end up with the dream job and a, and a great employer who doesn't make you go against your bodily autonomy and privacy. But for the most part, there's so much pressure on those businesses. Uh, they're actually um, virtue signaling. The government explicitly says they don't have to follow restrictions. Same with the schools. If you don't know, they don't have to follow restrictions. And what does the government do? It's placing liability on them, right? Their hands are supposedly clean. Now, they're still, of course, perpetrators. But uh, when the school board decides to do it or the business decides to level those restrictions at their employees and their customers and all that kind of thing, they've done it. They assumed liability. And you can be pointing that liability out to them. So yeah, it's time. If you if you have lost your job, uh, maybe I'll, I'll get it together in a, a month or so and put on another business workshop, how to transition either out of a job, how to put together your life skills, your passions, your talents, your interests, the, the causes that you feel powerful about, and put it out as a service, <clears throat> right? It can be, uh, I, I teach people how to build service-based businesses specifically, not so much to how to sell widgets, although products can, of course, be part of that. But my passion is, is how can you take your God-given purpose and turn it into a thing of value for, for your community? And that's how it becomes a, a, a natural mutual exchange. I give in this way, then I receive in some other way. It's not giving to get. It's just knowing I have a role to play to humanity, not every single one of them, but to your humanity, to your people your tribe. In fact, Jackie Mill, and I just caught this last night. It brought me to tears. It was an actual tearjerker. She made a video on her channel. I wonder if I can find this one very quickly. And I didn't even know it was up there. Yeah, it's called Finding Our Tribe. This is amazing. Please don't be um, uh, thinking that the small number of views is a sign of the value that you'll get from watching this. And uh, she actually featured the my work in, in this. So uh, check this video out, a video out. It's about tribe. I love this one a lot. And Bear um, uh, said that the public is for those that can't handle their own affairs. Bingo, right? Boom. That's exactly it. And unfortunately, there are a lot of people in that situation that can't handle their own affairs. I remember a friend of mine a few years ago, desperately complaining about his job. 
almost evil what he was going through, the contortions and the, you know, the uh, things he had to do that really weren't in integrity for him. And I said, well, have you ever considered starting a business? And he immediately said, nope, absolutely not. I couldn't handle the level of responsibility. And I didn't say this mean or anything, but it's, well, it's kind of what you get. It's kind of what you get. If you are, are uh, forfeiting your responsibility, which by the way, is your personal power, right? That's the energy you have. You don't get power without responsibility. If you are forfeiting that, then that's the kind of thing that happens, right? If you don't create your life, somebody else will. And in a way, some people argue that, that that's what needs to happen, that if you're not looking after yourself, then someone has to. And then you get benefits and you get privileges for every right that you forfeit. Again, rights and responsibility and personal power, all the same. So that's great. Thank you very much, Bear, for chiming in with that. And uh, silly, silly, Celia, Celia, <laughs> Celia, how are you saying name? Not sure we have to have, have to offer. Uh, yeah, this is very common, right? Sacred purpose, it pushes up, but it's very mysterious. It's often a process of working backwards in your life, seeing what are the trials and tribulations you have overcome? What are the trials and tribulations you are still yet to overcome? So those are both clues. What you have to, uh, the value you have to offer is in the challenges you've overcome and the value you have in potential are the challenges you are working on right now. Both of those are highly relevant. I call it gold on your path. I actually created a course called Find Your Sacred Purpose. I only ran it once live, but I turned it into a, a, a course at my website. So if you go there, you can hit that button. I believe there is a, in the menu, bethmartins.com, you'll find Find Your Sacred Purpose. And it helps you to mine out. What are you made of? What have you been through? What are your values? People don't know their values. Why is that? Because we are never asked. Right. Every so often in my business, when I don't really know what's going to come next, or I have an idea and inspiration, but I don't know if it's just me and my own little uh, rat trap in my head. So I get out and I actually talk to people and I interview them. Hey, does this sound possible? This is how I did primal power. Right. I must have talked to 50 truth people in the truth community before I offered that course. I wanted to hear from you. Where are you at? What are you stuck with? What do you value in your life? And every single time I had a conversation and asked that question, also, what do you desire? What are your beliefs? People would come out of it. Meanwhile, they're helping me with research, but they would thank me profusely because I was asking them questions that nobody asks them. It's so fun, right? There's so much um, inherent value in finding your own values. <laughs> and we're just not used to asking ourselves. We're not used to being asked, but it's all there right? Do you value freedom? Do you value truth? Do you value family? Do you value autonomy? Do you value community? Do you value health? These are some basic things. I have a list in that course of 200 values. We don't even know there's 200 things to value out there, but there are. And it's part of what makes you unique. It's part of what points to your sacred purpose, right? It, uh, yes, there's a lot of mystery, but at the same time, you can get clear direction and you can see what is my next step on the hero's journey. It's very humble. Oh, God's telling me to help Cal Washington put on a workshop. I, I didn't really want to do that. <laughs> you know, I didn't want to do that. 
it's not like I have a whole lot of spare time. I don't want to be up at night until 4am every night. I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad or, or feel, feel uh, guilty or feel sorry for me, especially, but it, it pushed up. It was something that pushed up for months already. And I'm like, okay, I just have to do this. Just have to put this out there and be part of this level of solution of however it could play out that people stay out of conflict, stay out of the courts or find some direction if they're already up to their eyeballs in that mess out there. You don't know how what you do is going to help others, but if you don't do it, then you'll never find out. So it uh, it is possible. And did you hear trade agreements? I'm not sure what that refers to. I might have missed that. Here is the video, by the way, on uh, on Tribe. If you didn't see that, go by on the chat on Jackie Milne's channel. That was super good. So chop wood and sell it at the side of the road, right? This it, It's very beautiful what you just said, Stuart. That's very beautiful. We all have something and you don't know what's going to be of, uh, of use. And one of my good friends now, she's got a connection with local farmers and she keeps bringing uh, the, the freshly butchered meat home. Well, it's like amazing, amazing, right? And, and I can't help but tell you this, that uh, I was able to get a gallon of raw milk. Never in my life have I had a gallon, never even a drop of raw milk that didn't come from myself. And this is magical stuff. I have the most like luxurious lattes now. <laughs> Incredible. So good. And this is completely 100% in the private. I, I hesitate to say it because why they made raw milk illegal? Why is milk? Uh, I should do a whole stream on milk with, with Jackie. She is a, a good, good take on that as a regenerative farmer as the creator of Nifty, a, a regenerative farm agriculture. By the way, Bear, if you're still here, you guys absolutely should consider to interview Jacqueline Milne. She has the keys to the private kingdom. Right now, she's being trained to create private membership associations, taking all of her work into the private. Right, And the public has been like a predator on her work, trying to get it trying to get it, right? They gave her a medal. They gave her, uh, you know, $1.5 million uh, award to to put towards her her institute. And, and it's all them trying to grab power. Now, she used it for good. And that's not, that's not her money. That's for her people. And uh, so, yeah, I totally recommend. Chop wood care and sell it the side of the road. We all have something to offer. I was, this is a long way to tell this story, but my friend was joking. Well, maybe I'm meant to like distribute food for people. Yes, yes, <laughs> right? If you feel that calling to be part of taking food into the private in any way, shape or form, this will be very popular to say the least. And I, you know, if people, it, it, you need to know how to be valued for that work because if you do too much for free, you're going to tank out. I know I'm on, on, I'm on a little teeter-totter here, but frankly, I will say that God is looking after me in a very big way, right? People have come forward to support me off the charts. Somebody, I'm not going to say who it is, but um, unbelievable support towards the tiny home that I am building, for example, or just out of the blue, some donation comes, or, you know, there's many people who um, joined Primal Power at no, no uh, expense because we made a freebie option. We know it's tough. And then there are others who came and paid so much uh, more than that. And it balances out and it, and it happens, right? It's a, it's a matter of faith, what we are meant to walk in right now. 
So there are things, but you you want to you want to be mindful, right? Because you can overgive out of a place of, say, virtue signaling, trying to make sure that you know if you give everything, then everyone's going to give to you. That's a give and get that comes from fear. That's not really an honest place. You don't want to be in there. But um, yeah, chop chop wood and sell it at the side of the road. Amazing, so good. God provided everything. It's total abundance. There is no lack at all. That's the big lie. Uh, your close family feels miles away. Sorry to hear that, Stella. They are awake, but living in an old programming and can't handle the last milestone of living in total truth. Yeah, yeah. It's a tall order, right? It's a, This is the hardest time ever to wake up. I feel really grateful that I managed to do it a little bit ahead of the curve. And that's what we can do. Get ahead of the curve. Everything is patterned. That's why I teach archetypes. Because it, there's, it's not chaos. It is order. That's what God creates, not, not this big mess that we're in that seems to just be fi firing off the cylinders, shit in every direction, right? That's, that's not the reality of it. It's truly, we are, live in a highly ordered you know, universe. I don't use that word very much anymore as a flat earther, but uh, it's, well, what do I, what do, you know, our, our world, our, our, our beautiful earth, it's all order. You look at the heart of anything, it's highly ordered. DNA. I was listening on uh, on uh, Bears and Mike's podcast, Alpha Veda, today. Just re the reminder about the DNA, the transmitter receiver. I was I heard today that it's hollow, like a reed, right? Like to blow through and make 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 uh, it to express. That's what we're. That's what our genetics are doing, expressing, right? This is what we're meant to do. And uh, so, yep, the patterns that you can find in archetypes, the patterns that you can find in the Bible, very very useful. They are divine breadcrumbs. They can be followed. If you find out, this is the hero's journey, how I write about it in my book. If you find out where you've been, you know where you're going, right? You can see what's up ahead of you. You can, you can um, preemptively deal with some of the, the shadows and the challenges that might be there for you. It's as if, you know, magic. I don't like to use that word very much anymore. I know it can uh, have a K on it. But it's, you know, it's not magic. It's just reading. It's reading the signs, seeing what's actually there in front of you. It's all there for the seeing. We're, we're being given all the clues. The Bible is a beautiful uh, running history of these patterns. It's the Fibonacci sequence that, that Jackie talks about. It's, it's, it's the, the wave that passes over and over again. You can see it in the fall of the empire if you didn't catch my stream. That's, that stream has, I think, uh, close to 14,000 views on it. That's nearly a record breaker in the timing, in the time of it. So uh, thanks for everybody who might have shared that out. Appreciate it very much. Uh, you, 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 by the way, read between the lines in that one. There's a lot of reading between the lines, and I'm not uh, ready to speak about it all yet, but uh, no doubt that will come soon. Hello, Effie. I haven't seen you for a long time. And how's Ottawa going? It's going It's going well. It's going well. Yep. They they made them stop honk honking. I think there was a $10,000 fine for honking your horn anywhere. <laughs> and that's how that old man got beat up in a situation that wasn't a protest at all, but they, they just took horns off the, the plate. But uh, they're still making joyful noise. They're still noisy, apparently, and getting along beautifully. It is a love fest, right? I was talking with Todd yesterday, and um, the, I, I do believe that that the the convoy was engineered uh, as a psyop uh, to create famine, actually. 
because you could see how ready they were with all of the media around famine after that. But the people usurped it, right? Love conquers all. The people rose. And they rose in the most beautiful way, not, not as a protest, not railing against the machine, not out of anger and, and hatred for our controllers, but out of love for life. This is the absolute breakthrough, right? Men, women, their children, like so inspiring. And, and we are now at a scale that is uncontrollable. They would love to take inventory of every single one of us. And I'm sure we've all got ourselves counted in some way. But it's out of their hands now, right? According to Jackie, the Pharaoh is in retreat. And we have uh, just a few years of in the desert ahead of us. Does anyone know how many years in the desert we have ahead of us? It's a fair amount. So we're going to have to live long to get to the other side of that. And uh, But in the meantime, we're still in paradise. That never changes. Absolutely. Plenty of people standing in their power. Amen to that. The word mandate, swap it for uh, kind of want you to, but don't have to. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of want you to, but uh, maybe you heard my story about the trucker who they tried to get to put all the, the GPS tech in his truck. And uh, he just said no. And they're like, okay. Right. Partly because those guys have power and they're they're highly coveted workers. Um, so I'm just checking through the the chat here, and uh, um, not this time, not not this time, but when when I was nursing my son. So that, sorry, that was probably too personal, but um, that, that stuff's like magic. If you don't know, boy, I want to say magic a lot today. Uh, it, it, it is, it is extremely healing. And, and I had uh, a lot of natural health birth workers in my, in my world. And they would say like, you know, if you get a cut or you have a, a, like an infection or something like that, or the baby has an infection, just put breast milk on it. And, um, I remember I had an abscess. My immune system was really suffering. I had an abscess inside my mouth. I put breast milk on it, healed it like almost instantly. And I'm going like, holy mackerel, what kind of, what kind of uh, crazy power is in this milk? Oh, well, it's growing this juicy, beautiful baby high speed by, by uh, what was it? Like, you know, uh, my kid was off the charts. I can't remember the weight. In fact, we never talked, took him to the doctor to get him weight, but he was, he was like, <laughs> just totally expanded out. It, you know, that, that stuff is magic. Absolutely. So this, this, I'm talking about cow's milk here. So fresh, organic, local, unregulated everything. So I, I feel bad talking about this and I hope I don't get anyone in trouble or and myself. Apparently it's illegal to travel with. This is the thing. I don't think, I think having it is illegal. It's traveling with it. That's illegal. And um, yeah. Hello, Sane. Nice to see you as well. Welcome to the channel, if you will. And um, yes, absolutely. Uh, I can forget what I asked you to do, but you're going to do it. That's awesome. Good news in the UK. Excellent. Go UK. What is that good news? Let us know for sure. Tiny homes are a huge possibility. Yep. Tiny home villages. That's where I, what I'd like to see. And on wheels, it's good because you don't actually um, have to register it as a building. You can register it as an RV 
if you need to register it, which I don't know, we'll see, we'll see how, where I go with that. Everything has always been about balance. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, I also have cheekily will say balance is bullshit because sometimes we, we, we want to balance the same thing. And like with masculine feminine, it's not about balance because you came as a woman or you came in as a man. So it's a different kind of balance. It's more sophisticated than, than just like equal male and equal female. It's not, not what it's about. That ends up actually depressing both or can depress both sides, make you suppress both sides. We think of that as balance, but it's really a highly muted. The polarity between them is highly muted and you don't want that. You want a strong polarity. So all of that power is available. Young people do need life skills. And by the way, I've got a client out there who is building his business. He got fired from his job because he wouldn't do poison injections. And now he's building out curriculum for uh, teens and children whose parents didn't drink the Kool-Aid. So if you would like to speak to him and help him do a little bit of research in this arena, I've been sending lots of people his direction specifically, again, for the, the parents of children that don't, don't believe in the boogeyman. You can just uh, message me at my website or email beth at bethmartins.com and I'll introduce you. And uh, morality generates freedom. Amen. Young people need to learn this at an early age. Exactly. It's it's the basic thing that they don't want us to have. have flat earth for life. Amen. Hello, Glenn J. I'm glad you're loving the show. I won't stay on too much longer. I just want to make sure I'm not missing any lovely comments. System is definitely dumping down each, dumbing down and dumping down <laughs> the generations. Yeah, exactly. doesn't take long to mind wipe. It's almost like one generation, you got total mind wipe. They forget. They don't know, right? Jackie and many others have said that they probably added a thousand years to our history. Have you seen those signs where it's um, the date, but then the, the one you can see they added it? And it's not a one, maybe it's a J or something. I know uh, Jen, who we used to do the Bitches Brew with, did a lot of work in that arena on her channel as well. So when you were young, your dad paddled from one town to the next, and you knew that was private because uh, that's because he owned the hay. Amen. We're kind of headed into exactly that kind of lifestyle. Nothing is stopping from taking up residents and neighbors. Seems uh, younger generation are not into the survival skills. I know. I know, I know. I keep trying to lure my son into like, let's go build a fire. Let's, I, you know, bought him an axe so he can chop wood and get him in the, in the soil. Can't wait for summer again. And uh, my pleasure for the update. Go knock on door, but not like those witness people. Many truckers, and they would gladly help thy neighbor. Yes, exactly. They think someone else will take care of them. Yes, no one is coming to take care of you unless you happen to be child of a parent that if uh, you're still young and a video game for preppers. Oh yeah, that would be, that kind of, isn't there kind of, aren't they all video game for preppers? They're all survival games. My son talks to me about them and uh, hey, dealing is big business, 50 bucks a, uh, a bushel. Yeah. You just need some serious equipment. Do you not? Uh, ship flying sideways. Yes. I think I'm way behind on comments here. Natural is always best. Hello, Matt Dahl. Nice to see you and meet you. There's a few other Australians in the room, including Malcolm Berkeley. Highly coveted workers after the Black Plague, the workers were highly coveted because they were, there were fewer of them exactly. Uh, everything the perpetrator is doing is backfiring. Boom. You, you absolutely got it. Hello, Carlos. Nice to meet you as well. Truth, the people have usurped the pre-planned supply chain disruption famine. Yes, exactly. Well said. Boom. You got it. That's it. Hello, Lunar Node saying the Hindu word for universe is Sat. 
Oh, that's nice. Did you know I went to India eight times? I read about uh, some of my adventures there in my book. And such, I know it very well, such Anand, right? Existence, uncreated, in potential, what you're saying, imperishable, timeless, all-pervading, very ground of uh, all other apparent beings. Another meaning for Sat is truth also, right? So very relevant to us in the truth community. Not limited by anything. Yep, you totally got it. Permanent, think um, Sat satellites. Oh, interesting. I never, uh, an L, L is, is uh, a word for God, but, but questionable. I think there's a, a, a not good connotation there. And dumbing. Yes, I got that, Thomas. Thank you. <laughs> we all got to level up. Amen to leveling up. Yep. Uh, coming into redemption rather than just uh, rising for its own sake. The whole purpose of rising is so you can be redeemed and come clean and prove God's claim that we are, in fact, children of God and not the devil. There you go. El is the, the uh, God of the sky and lights as well. Right. Some people might say Lucifer, the God of light. But uh, that's all debatable. And Virginia, I'm sorry you missed the show. Oh, you know, you're loving it and missed the start and you'll watch the replay. Excellent. Glad you're here. In America, workers are being replaced with unpoisoned non-residents. Yes, this is this is what they do, unfortunately. And and um, yeah. So if we if our if our police forces, that's why it's really important to have really excellent relationships with the police because we don't want them to be gone. You want your local police. You don't want international uh, mall cops or worse out there. And that's that's what they do. If these uh, systems are taken down, we don't want to take the system down. We want to take the system with us. The good parts, right? It's it can happen. Could happen. It's not a given. And uh, yet we have been lied to through the generations. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's our time. It's our job to wake up for the generations past and for the generations to come as well. All right, my dears. Well, if you didn't hear about uh, the Family Law and the Private Workshop with Cal Washington, there is a link below in the show notes on YouTube, on Facebook, and also on Rockfin. I left that link as well. You can sign up by donation. You can sign up for free if need be. If you can make a bigger donation, great. Oh, hey, Good Brander, nice to see you. I was uh, meaning to tell you exactly about this workshop because I know you have a lot of experience. Maybe you'd want to come in and uh, and take part of Cal teaching about how to uh, live in the private in the family, how to navigate, first of all, stay out of courts, but if you had to go into courts, what you can do there, and uh, especially the inner work and the mindset that I will also uh, have something to say about, no doubt. And uh, I appreciate that, Glenn, as well. I, you're heartwarming as well to me. I love it. So good. If you haven't taken part in Primal Power, it's not too late. There are still three live classes left. And here is a link to that. You can um, find that in the show notes as well. It's the God's Law edition. Once you sign up, then you get all of the details to participate in the Zoom. It's coming up this Sunday. We're working on the, the victim archetype, which is a very, very powerful one. It is where you find the power of authority right? That, that sometimes you think you don't have, or if you think you have it, but you don't feel it. And then you're out of integrity with yourself. You're arguing energetically inside yourself, pushing and pulling, losing your energy. You know, you should stand up for yourself, but there's things that uh, argue with that inside you. Then you're going to learn how to not only read the pattern of the victim archetype, how to see how that shows up in the Bible through Jacqueline's eyes, which has been amazing, but also the tools of deprogramming, taking that stuff out. It's much more simple than you could imagine. 
We just weren't taught. We should all get this in kindergarten, but we haven't. So you're most welcome to join Primal Power also by donations so that if you can't afford it and you want to be part of it, uh, just give as as and what you can. And finally, uh, Shade Stone is going to be on tomorrow. I want to make sure and, and let you guys know he's coming on to get do a part two on uh, where love and, and law meet. And he's going to be talking about a winning court that happened via the bill, uh, the Canadian Bill of Rights. And this is something he talked about in detail. If you haven't caught part one, just uh, go to my channel and check that out. If you're not familiar with him, here is uh, Shade on YouTube. He's got some great videos there about how the, the charter is bunk, but the Bill of Rights is working, and then have an actual court win to talk about now. He might be coming on with the winner or not, and his partner Jane, who also is involved in the law, lawful arena, but it might just be him. So uh, I, that's that's how I'm I'm billing it for, for Shadestone. We will be here back tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time. So that's that's where you can find us tomorrow. And uh, other than that, and um, thank you, Thomas. I appreciate. And good. I'm good. I'm glad. Good, Brenda. You're going to have a look at the workshop. I have not heard of Global Witness. And I think that's all for now. So I'm going to get on my way and make supper for my son. I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day. And maybe we'll see you on either tomorrow or Sunday. And um, yeah, I just love you guys. Bye for now.